Hello everyone, Sean McCaffrey here with another weekly wrap-up. Going to be talking about three different sports today. Going to be talking about NHL, telling you guys who won the Stanley Cup there. MLB, we're now getting into the meat of that season. And some major news from the soccer world about a player changing teams. So jumping right into the NHL, we have our Stanley Cup champion. The Vegas Golden Knights took down the Florida Panthers 4-1 in the game clincher, game 5. It was one in five games. Game clinching game for the Knights. They win it nine to three. For a, a game to have nine goals scored by one team in an NHL game is just unbelievable. Uh, and for that to be the game clincher in the Stanley Cups, that's shocking as well. And it's odd that the Panthers played so well throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, taking down the Bruins, the winningest regular season team of all time, and then the way they tore their way through the rest of the uh, the Eastern Conference. For them to struggle so much in the Stanley Cup is pretty shocking. Uh, and But, you know, hats off to the Golden Knights. They get their first Stanley Cup championship. Mark Stone, their captain, had a hat trick in that game clincher. And what's crazy about the Knights is they are just a recent expansion team. They've only been playing since 2017-2018 season, and they already have their first Stanley Cup championship. So congrats to them. Vegas Golden Knights are your NHL champions. Now, moving into the MLB, things are really getting interesting there because we're now really getting into the meat of the season and we're getting a much better understanding of who are the legit teams, who are those fringe playoff teams, and then who are those teams where you're starting to think to yourself, there's always next year. So especially where we're now getting to the point where, yes, it's a month and a half away, but the MLB trade deadline happens on July 31st, and you're now getting an idea of which teams are probably going to be sellers, which teams are going to be buyers. So seller, that team that you're thinking, I'm going to load up for next year, let me get rid of the guys on expiring contracts or older players and try to get some prospects back to build up for next year, the next few years. And then buyers, those are the guys that are giving up their prospects for those expiring contracts, those older players that can contribute right now to help them make a push for the World Series. So to list a team that's most likely going to be a seller, St. Louis Cardinals, they're sitting at 30 and 43. There were some solid expectations for this year to potentially be a playoff team. That just didn't happen. Last year, they were a playoff team. So this year, though, sitting at 13 games below 500, you're probably a team that's looking to sell. The Reds, though, that's a team that could potentially be a buyer. They've won nine straight games. They're sitting at 38 and 35 atop their division. And that's a team where a prime position to be a buyer, get some veteran talent in there, and then try to make a push for the playoffs and then maybe fortify your lineup to make a push within the playoffs. And then another team that's sitting on that fringe where you don't know yet if they're going to be a buyer or seller, the New York Mets, they're 34 and 38. They had gigantic expectations for the season. They were most likely, a lot, so many people thought they were going to be a 100-plus win uh, team this year, and then they're now four games below 500. so that's a really tough look for them, and you just don't quite know yet where they're going to sit as a buyer or a seller. Now, looking at some individual player performances that I have to mention because these guys are just tearing up the league, the first guy I have to mention is Luis Arez who right now for him to be hitting 400 is truly unbelievable. And we're playing in an era where for anybody to be hitting over 300 
is shocking, but for anyone in any era to be hitting over 400, especially at this point in the season, is unbelievable. And this month alone, in the month of June alone, he's had multiple five-hit games, multiple games where he went five for five. He got a hit in every single at-bat he got, and he got five of them. And, that, I mean, that is truly unbelievable. This guy is having a, a historic season at the plate, especially with that average. Another player I have to mention, I mentioned him last week, but again, I don't think you can mention him enough because Shohei Otani is truly a generational talent. He could easily go down as one of the best baseball players to ever step foot on the diamond because his ability as a two-way player is really unbelievable. He leads the Angels in almost every single statistical category this year. It's it's unreal what this guy's doing. He's He's in a prime position to win another MVP award. And what's crazy about it is his contract is expiring at the end of the year. So this could be one of the most interesting free agent decisions we've ever seen in the MLB because he is such a once-in-a-lifetime type of player. For him to be on the market and potentially change teams is truly unbelievable. Now, moving on to soccer, talking about another unbelievable player changing teams, Lionel Messi unquestionably one of the greatest soccer players of all time, is transferring from PSG to Inter Miami, which is an MLS team, Major League Soccer. He's coming to the United States to play soccer, which is such a gigantic move, such a gigantic boost for MLS. It really puts him on the map. The MLS has kind of been struggling to get a foothold. Uh, Some pretty good players have come over and played in the MLS, but nobody even close to Messi's standard. I mean, Messi... Yes, he's older now. Of course, he's on the very end of his career. But for him to be coming to Miami, that is unbelievable. A number, not only did the MLS work to make this happen, but Apple worked to make this happen and Adidas worked to make this happen. So he, which is actually, it's kind of crazy the way that they were able to work together to make th- makes this happen. So it's what it looks like. And this is specu- this is very much speculation at this point. But what it looks like is Messi is definitely going to be on a fast track to own an MLS club. Apple TV Plus, he is actually going to get a portion of the profit from, they have an MLS season pass, he's going to get a portion of the profit from that. And then Adidas, one of his sponsors, is also working to make sure he gets some type of profit share from him moving to the MLS. So a number of companies work to make sure this guy came to the MLS. And truthfully though, I think all that put together probably still isn't going to make him as much money as he would have made if he had taken the Saudi Arabian club deal, which there's no concrete numbers that we know, but most people have speculated that they offered him a contract two years, $1 billion. So he would have been getting paid $500 million a year had he chose to go to Saudi Arabia. And to put that into perspective, I mean, I think we all know how much $500 million is, but to put that into perspective, to compare that to other sports salary caps, the NFL, their salary cap is $225 million. So Lionel Messi, had he decided to go to Saudi Arabia, would have been getting paid more than two whole NFL rosters. That's how unbelievable the deal would have been for him, but he chose to go to the MLS over the Saudi Arabian club, so it'll be really interesting to see him play in the MLS. I'm sure he'll tear up the league. So a couple exciting things happening in the sports world. This was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up. Hope you guys enjoyed.